seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havlicek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive left field, one run is in, here comes Green, here's the throw to the plate, he is safe, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. Five seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey everybody, this is Sean just jumping in here to let you know we had a little bit of technical difficulty the other night when recording and... This is going to pick up about 20 minutes into the show, right about the time that Adam is talking about my favorite college basketball coach, Coach Calipari. Hope you enjoy the show. Everybody throws him under the bus every chance he gets. And he he grabbed Reed after the game. He said, and said why didn't we foul? And Reed said, I didn't want to. I changed my mind. I called it on the fly. Right. Well, because he was going with what his brother, what his people on the team right. said. Because, listen, you can be mad at me. I got to live with these dudes. Right. So, what? But why would Cal even say that, Wes? Why would he say he pulled Reed Shepard of all the players? Of all the players. Why would he pull Reed Shepard? Gary Parrish on the Island College Basketball Podcast, yeah. He's he made the joke. He said, well, Cal, he probably – didn't do it because he's shooting 70% from three and you're still not starting him. So that's probably why he didn't foul. Yeah. I, I don't I, – I can't stand. He may not be the best player on that team, but he's pretty damn close at this point. I would and, argue that he may be the most important player. And I would, I would say that he that might not be the best drives but Cal insane, and I don't understand it. Well, so he kind of has that Darius Miller feel about him. I've Adam Adam will back me up on this. I've said on this show multiple times that this version of the team reminds me of a Wish.com version of the 2012 team, and the 2012 team cut the nets down. It wouldn't surprise me at the end of March to see this Kentucky team cut the nets down. It's funny though, unless Darius just just. Rolled with whatever role he was given and I by Cal, but it, what's funny is that no, no one questioned any of that. Obviously, because we won a national championship, right. so that solves a lot of problems. But I mean, he was king of the world at that. Point. He was king of the world, and so and so 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 when he's in that position, you can say whatever you want to about anybody, and and everybody's like, you know, he's probably right. He's a young coach. Thinks that it's probably right. Well, now the luster has worn off. Oh yeah. And now you're now you're saying things about fan favorite players, and then you're gonna wonder why the like, the, the the fans are turning like off. Like fan, you know, Darius was a Kentucky boy, played in Mason County, very much a fan favorite. This is at another level, and so fans are like, if you're gonna continue to throw him under the bus, Cal, we're. Gonna, there's, there's going to be a point where we're going to say, that's enough. 
of course, I mean, he didn't. who listens to – he doesn't right. care. So, I do think the Kentucky team looks a lot different with D.J. Wagner running the point. Wagner is starting to get comfortable in his position. And that could be scary. It, it really well, could. I mean, they all are. I don't think this 20 – this team is as talented as the 2012 because the 2012 team was so far and ahead of everybody yep. else that it just didn't matter. This team's going to have to work a little more to earn it. They're going to have to depend on Cal to win an X's and O's game, and I don't know if he will. He did. And if Sean was here, I would tell him I think Cal did a pretty Listen, good job at that game. I think North Carolina down the stretch lost that game more than Kentucky won. I would tend to agree. I mean, especially if you could see the very last play, and he threw it back. at the dude's back. Well, and the dude didn't turn around. I don't think – Hubert Davis caught lightning in a bottle and he took his first year to the national championship game. Yep. He's not a very good coach. I agree with that. He – He's another Willie Williams. He's very emotional. He depends on his players a lot to make him look good. He's a wish.com Roy Williams. I mean, because I mean, Roy could coach. Yeah. And I don't think Hubert Davis can. And I think it was a, well, he's a North Carolina guy, and he sat on the bench for a long Yeah, so was Billy Guthrie. And how'd that work for him? Well, um, he did take him to a Final Four. How'd that work for him? Mm -hmm. some, of these, some of these blue blood programs, they're going to have to get out of that mindset did Billy Guthrie have Eric Montrose? Rip. Rip. I don't know. He might have. I think so. No, I think it was Dean Smith. Uh, yeah, but I that, think I think that's what that's what the change was, wasn't it? I no. know. It went from no, Dean, Dean Smith to Billy Guthrie. Dean Smith lasted till close to two thousand, right? I think. Okay. Anyways, carry on. I don't My wayward son, be peaceful. All right. So, I mean. You see Kentucky play that way, and then they throw up the egg that they did against UNC Wilmington. That was a trap game. UNC Wilmington's a good team. They're a good team. They're a good team. Yeah. They're a good team. They're they're up, but, it, they, but, again, they're a good team. They'll win that conference. And it's like, but whenever you have a guy like Cal and you're at a program like Kentucky, then that's magnified. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a bad loss. Even yeah. though they're an NCAA tournament team, they're going to win their conference, and they're probably going to destroy everybody that they play. That doesn't matter, right? Because we're we is Kentucky. That's right. what that like. That's what, and that's a, a a lot of the reason I think Cal says the things he does because Cal's arrogant and obnoxious. The Kentucky basketball fan base is arrogant and obnoxious. Uh, amen. <coughs> I agree with that one. I mean, we're basically the equivalent of Alabama football, where we think we should be in the final four championship game every and like. I don't think people realize how difficult that is. Oh yeah. Like it's extremely difficult, and and the, and the, and we the run that we had from ten through fifteen is like nobody's ever of. seen before. I mean, Duke's had several good runs, but I mean, yeah, we almost went five straight years to the Final Four. Right. Like, like that doesn't happen. But so I think a lot of the problems is we have an arrogant coach that coaches at a school that has an arrogant fan base. I will say, at least he did say in that same press conference, uh, the game has changed and you have to have shooters. Oh, I, you know, I've heard a couple of people on the radio be like, it was trying to was trying to put him down for that. Oh, oh he's finally figured it out. Look, look, yes, he figured it out. Let's just go with it for heaven's sakes. He didn't figure it out because he, later in that answer, he alluded to it. He's like, everybody got on to me. My offense didn't have the three-point shooters in years past that we have this year. Yeah. So that's why we didn't take as that's many threes. Baloney. That's why we didn't shoot as many threes. So Cal is a fascinating individual. He is. Um, and, and, and he has changed the game of college basketball. Um, and, and I don't know that it would be where it is today if it wasn't for the influence that he had at Memphis and then the, the, the influence that he brought to Kentucky. Yeah, there's a reason he was in that Hall of Fame. I mean, he basketball Hall of Fame. He is the one who showed one and done could be done. Yep. yep. And, and, right. and, and you can win yep. with a new team every, every year. Win. Thank you. The problem is when everybody else caught up, yep. he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't adjust. He didn't adjust. Right. So let's stay on basketball for a second. Okay. Are you going to talk about your favorite guy? Let's no, no, switch no, to the NBA. You're going to talk about Draymond. <laughs> yes. He loves Draymond. Draymond, piece of Crap. Listen. Green. Listen. Pat McAfee said it best on his show, I think it was Thursday. He said, 
I turned on my TV, and for 30 minutes, I watched these sports heads on every ESPN, FS1, whatever, talk about the NBA over Draymond being Draymond. Yeah. He's like, why are we spending 30 minutes on Draymond doing another Draymond thing? He's Draymond. It happens. But it's not. Look, here's my problem. Rasheed Wallace said it's his fault, by the way. <laughs> Have you not seen that? I did not see that. Yeah, he done that. I think it was with uh, Gilbert Arenas and Stephen Jackson. and Which is a quote. I see clips of that show. It's yeah. quite the show. And he said, everything you see out of Draymond, that Pistons team, he said, I'll take full responsibility for it. Because Dray, I guess the owner of the Pistons, Draymond Green, is best friends with his son. So Draymond was always in that locker room. Well, of course, he's a Michigan State boy. Yeah. He's a Michigan gotcha. guy. Draymond was always in the locker room. He, he said he saw how we carried ourselves. He always saw how we handled business. So everything you're seeing from him, that's well, on us. Well, here, here, here's the thing. Draymond Green in the 80s, nobody says a word about it. it that's exactly what I was going to say. And the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, 80s and early, and early 90s, yeah, I mean, 100%. He, he's doing nothing wrong. It is basketball. He's probably on the edge, but in that day, they were just like, let's give him a couple of technicals. He'll calm down, or, or he'll do it a little bit lighter, yeah. and then we'll just keep on playing. Yep. It's not the big deal. Now, I mean, I mean to a certain extent, I, I will say this to us. To a certain extent, the league, I mean, Rudy Gobert Cone, S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Right. I mean, so to a certain extent, you know, don't touch them. Oh, that's a foul. Two hands, that's a foul. Sorry. It, it's soft. But what Draymond does is too much. And not only – here's, here's what I was – though, you laughed. Here, here's here's what, what you laughed. No. That clip I didn't like. The clip where, he, where he's, um, where he's um, uh, put the dude in the headlock. Who did he, did he, was that Rudy <laughs> Gobert? It was yeah. Gobert. He jumped. <laughs> yeah, Rudy Gobert's like, oh, I'm an ice cream cone. But he's soft serve. Yeah, oh, soft serve. Gobert had Clay Thompson in the headlock. The ref separated so that. Draymond was just taking up for his guy. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah he shouldn't. I, I don't think, but I mean, all that was kind of fun. This one. Look, I mean, he's got two hands on him. He's thinking he's getting fouled, and he turns around and, and he turns. Here's what I didn't like he about this one. He turns around. Oh no! He tried to backhand punch him. He had his hand closed, and not only that, <laughs> Wes fired. Not up. only that, then he flumbles around like, oh, what happened? He flumbles. What? What did I do? Oh no! What? And he's like. What are you doing? You know exactly what you did. You tried to hit him upside the head. So what? So what was worse? What Draymond did, or what Jokic did last year to uh, was it Marcus or Markeith Morris? Oh, not not very much difference. No, I think I think I think Jokic was worse. I mean, because he came like came running and hit him in the back. In the back, yeah, he got him from the back. I remember that. But there wasn't. He got he got suspended, but there wasn't the outrage because well, he's not Draymond. Right. Draymond is in DeMarcus Cousins' basket at this point. Speaking of DeMarcus, sign with the Chinese Basketball League team. The Beer yes. Dragons. Yep. The Beer Dragons? The Beer Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, baby. Yeah. Said he could be available, I think it was January 20th. I mean, look, if he, I mean, you can go, oh, look at the, oh, we haven't gone over that story. It might that's, be another story we need to bring up. Why, how, <laughs> that's why I was going. But, I mean, when you can go over there and make $50 million, and <laughs> have sex with men, apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Anyways, Draymond is in DeMarcus Cousins' basket in the NBA now. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins couldn't get out of the game without getting a technical foul for basically nothing. Well, so Draymond now, like you talked about, you talked about Rasheed Wallace. Now anything Draymond does is he's under that microscope. So I think the way he looks at it, if, if they're going to look at me anyway and I'm going to get I'm gonna get this tic-tac-touchy stuff, then I'm going to make sure I earn it. Yep. I don't know. Unfortunately, I, Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer. No way. He's a Hall of Famer. No way. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. Man, thank you. No, I'm telling you, the dude's a Hall of Famer. Why? Because he's got, what's he got, two rings? Uh, no. Three rings? He's got three. He's, I mean, as many, as many as Steph has. Steph's got five, right? No, Steph doesn't have five. Steph may have four. Yeah, I don't think – Draymond – I don't think Draymond was there for all of Steph's uh, yes, rings. Yes, he was. 
then he's got three. Three or four. So, but, I mean, are you just basing that off of that? No. Because stats is mediocre. He's pretty 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 good. No. He's pretty good. No. He's got ten, five, and six. Draymond has as many rings as LeBron James. There you go. Uh, Four. Aside from rebounding, because he's the greatest rebounder of all time, what does Dennis Rodman do better than Draymond Green? But you skip. You can't. I know, skip I, I took, because because he's the greatest rebounder of all time. Right. So like it would be unfair to compare anybody to Dennis Rodman in rebounding. So if you took rebounding off the table, so the only the base, so basically the only reason he's in the in the Hall of Fame and 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 Dennis Rodman is in the Hall of Fame, right? I don't know. That's a good question. Because if, he's, if Dennis Rodman doesn't make the Hall of Fame, then I retract my statement and I'll and, and I won't say Draymond will. But it, I would tend to agree with you; he should be in the Hall of Fame I, because he's the best rebounder ever. Yes, Dennis Rodman is. Okay. In the Hall okay. Of Fame. So the only reason he's there. And the only reason that Steph would be there, which I don't think he should be. You don't think Steph's a Hall of Famer? You don't no, 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 that's not what I said. That's he not what I said. He is the best of all time. <laughs> that's not what I said. I said Draymond's not a Hall of Famer. only reason he would be is because of Steph. And the only reason that Dennis Rodman would be, would be is because of Michael and being on that team. I mean, he was pretty good for the Spurs. And he was on the bad boy pace. And he was good with the bad boys. And then he didn't do too bad with the Lakers. Well, so Draymond's career average is 8.7 points, 6.9 rebounds, and 5.6 assists. See what see what uh, Dennis Robbins. I'm just curious. I will die on this hill. I think Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer. I don't. Because there's intangibles, and I think that's what gets him in. Eight, six, and three. Is that what you said? Eight, six, and three. I mean, Dennis Rodgers probably eight, six, and five. Eight, yep. Other than being rebounding, did he, he won a ring with the Pistons. Dennis Rodman was seven, thirteen, and one. But I but, mean, but he Hamilton. <laughs> well, and, I, and just like I said, he's the greatest rebounder of all time. Steph is going to get him in the in, in the Hall of Fame. So you admit that Draymond's going to go to the Hall of Fame? That's the only reason why he would go. But you do admit he's going in the Hall of Fame. No, I don't think he should be there. Well, it's not what should be think. there and make it. I think he makes it. Like you, Dennis Rodman, greatest rebounder of all time. So, but Rodman and he, arguably he won a ring with Pistons. He won a yes. ring with Pistons. He run, won a ring, well, uh, multiple rings, or with at least one with the Bulls. He won. Yeah, won with the. Did he win? He won with the Spurs. Was he there with the Spurs? No, he was not. He was gone. He won with not the like Big Shot Bob. No, because he went to the Lake. I mean, he went. That was '98. Big shot, Bob. So did he win one of the Lakers then, Kobe? Um, no, I think that was in the era when they didn't win. So he he, so he probably he only has two rings, three three at the most, with two different teams. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if he if he got him with multiple teams, if he got one, you know, if he got it with three or four different teams, I mean, what years that's was different because he's because. He was on Chicago 95, 96, 96, 97, 97, 98. So he's got four rings. So right. So he won Michael's. He won all three on Michael's second second repeat. Is that is that what yeah. I'm understanding? But so, I, I still don't think that Rodman was the nuisance that Draymond's been. It's a different time. I, like I think he totally. I mean, you don't remember in the NBA Finals him and Carl Malone tripping each other as they run up the court and literally throwing down, throwing fists, and like pulling his shorts down, like yeah. You don't remember that? I don't remember that, but I, I, I don't doubt it. But there just wasn't the social media That's, eyes on it. And, and there it's, you go. And, there and you it's, go. Uh, I, I agree mean, with that. But, I mean, you compare their numbers, Draymond's not that far behind. Dennis Rodman has five rings. Draymond has four. So, okay. Here, here's So, who's he got his rings with? Here's another step then. Two with the Pistons and three with I the forgot he was. I forgot the Pistons went back-to-back, right? Here, here's my – so, he's got – Three rings with he's got rings with three different teams. No, two teams. Two. Detroit and Ch- Chicago. He he was there for Michael's. Uh, oh, second I thought team. you said San Antonio too. No. Oh, gotcha. Um, here's where I, he, here's where I'm going. My head's going at this point. NBA the NBA Hall of Fame is not real good. 
I mean, well, you've got really good guys. It's basically like the WWE home. And you got some other guys, and then it's because it's like, ah, we just got to throw them in because they've got so many rings. At the at the end of the day, I mean, that's kind of what you got to do in the NFL. Look, you look at a guy all like Philip Rivers. All these Hall of Fames are starting to get watered down. Philip Rivers has probably has a Hall of Fame career. Probably. Yeah. But he won't be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he, won because he never won a championship. Was Dan Marino a Hall of Famer? Uh, first ballot? But he didn't he, he didn't put up a Dan Marino career. Oh, I think he's in the top five of passing yards. Philip Rivers? Uh, he's pretty close. I'd say you're right. And if he's that, then he's one of the best quarterbacks but, ever. But, playing off what Adam just said, we've watered down the Hall of Fame. Like, it was a different time. Whenever Dan Marino got in, the Hall of Fame probably meant something. Now it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Hmm. I don't know. I think the NFL Hall of Fame m- means more than all the rest of them. Philip Rivers is number six all-time. Dan Marino is eight. Okay. Matt Ryan is between them. Oh, good Lord. And Matt Ryan's not a Hall of Famer. No. And he'll probably get in. I mean, he will. Eventually. Because, so you look at the top ten. How many of the top ten are in the Hall of Fame? Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Dan Marino. Who else is on that list? That's all in the top ten. Are they in the same boat? The top two are going to get in. They got Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Are are locks. They got to be out five years before they go in? Something like that. Four or five, yeah. yeah. So, one through five. <coughs> ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger's in. Yeah, so, so the top five are in. So then you got Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, you got Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers is in. Eli Manning. And Eli Manning's in. Like the top ten is in. Right. Okay. Oh, jeez. You, you can't say that it's watered down then. I mean, it's the top ten quarterbacks by statistics. In yards. In terms of yards. But, I mean, you look at it, it's – I guess where I'm going is Philip Rivers has had a – you know, I, I started by saying that. He's had a Hall of Fame career. But he won't be a first ballot lock, I don't think, because he never won a ring. And now in the NFL, it's getting to a point where two rings is where, like, that's the that, – Two rings because – That's the benchmark. That's why, like – that's why it was huge for Peyton Manning to win that second ring. Because when you win two rings – you got a pretty good chance getting to hit, to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at a guy like Drew Brees. He's a lock to be in the Hall of Fame. But if he hadn't put up the numbers he did, maybe not. And he can't throw with his right arm anymore. Did you see that interview? Yeah. Not. Yeah. He he was asked if the backup quarterback situation in the NFL this year said, uh, "Have teams tried to contact you? Have they tried to call?" And he. He said a couple years ago they did. He said, but now he has to tell teams, like, I can't use my right arm. And it goes back to the surgery he had after San Diego. So when he's playing catch with his kids in the backyard, he has to throw left-handed. Can't even even use his right arm. Say he can play pickleball because it's below the waist. Anything above his head. So he just wore his arm out. Yep. So, All right, let's talk about Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Do, do, do. Russell, 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 the love muscle. Russell, the love muscle. Unlimited. <laughs> Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. What, what, what do y'all make of that? I think, I'm, I'm okay with it. I think it's just two competitors getting heated in a moment. Nothing more. I agree. But the media tries to make it out to be more than it is. Well, because yeah. the media is soft. I mean, uh, Michael Irvin. And who else was uh, was mouthing about it today? Uh, Michael Irvin and maybe Richard Sherman. That sounds about right. Yeah, um, but I mean, I at the end of the day, that's the coach. Like, yeah. And if you can't take it, I tend to think Russell Wilson's soft. And he's our twenty-five, thirty million dollar guy. And you better not do that crap. Not only is Sean Payton the coach, Russell Wilson's not his quarterback. No. He did not pick no. Russell Wilson to and, come back. And as soon as he can get his quarterback, yep. Russell Wilson will find a new zip code. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, he's he's good enough for now. Yeah. Yeah, he'll bridge the gap. I, Him, Sierra, and the family will go somewhere. Do you all remember when it when Sierra when, – I mean, I was – we were young. You were still a, a 30-year-old man. Uh, that Sierra – 
Was a hermaphrodite the other that? She had both parts? <laughs> Male and female? I, I you never heard that. that? I never heard that one. Yeah. That's what I've always heard. I mean, I just heard that the beat was supersonic, hypnotic. Yeah, maybe. Was, was, it, was that Sierra that said that? Sierra, this so, beat is so automatic. That's what I've always heard. So I need <laughs> you all to do some research and figure out if that's true or not. Was she born with male and female parts? I'm glad you brought it up, and then you were like, I'll do the research after for that the fact. No, I mean, I'm just telling you what I always heard. I'm not saying it's true. Just like everything you read on the Internet is true. Well, I mean, there's other conspiracies about other women, whether they're male or female. Leah Thomas? I think, <laughs> I think, I think it's pretty much safe to say not a female <laughs> on that one. I mean, there's a former first lady who everybody talks about. Michael. 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 <laughs> yeah. Michael. Yeah. Not little Michael. Uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, what else in the sports world? Is there anything else that we, we want to discuss? Bow season's going on. Anything exciting there? Like, Not yet. like deer hunting? Bow? No. <laughs> bow. With an L. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, I don't get, like, there's people that sit down and watch all the bowl games. I catch some of them. I'm not really that can I know the one we haven't uh, touched on. It may not take very long. Usually doesn't. But John Rahm just became a very rich man. Very, very rich. He was also became very much a hypocrite. Yeah. But you got to go with the money. You do. $300 million. And I agree with you, Adam. What happened to the merger? I still don't know what's going on with it. I think, I think the merger's still there. It's just... Well, like with the WWE and UFC yeah. merger, like you heard the merger was happening, then it was like six months later the merger technically finally happened. This has been a long time with this PGA and Live. Maybe they've maybe they've hit the doubling blocks. Did they decide that they don't want to be in bed together? The Live wants to stay on CW with their team format. Yeah. Too much hate from the PGA players. I don't know, but John Rahm is a really rich man. Three hundred million. That's, I mean. Did they overpay? Gosh, they've overpaid everybody, though. When Shohei Otani deferred $680 million. So he's going to play out his 10-year contract. For $2 million a year. For $2 million a year. So what? $20 million. Yeah. And, then, and he's never going to play 10 years, okay? He's, he's, he's not going to do it. His body's going to break down. I don't, how old is he? I don't know. He's, he's Asian. You never can't tell how old they are. <laughs> Um, I am 12. Maria! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't quite Asian. I mean, I, I am, Mexican. I am 12. That was, that was even worse. That was even worse. Stop trying to be racist right now. <laughs> but the clauses in that contract. Yes. He can void it at any time. Well, the two executives why, from the world. Why would you void it, though? They're going to pay you in 10 years, whether you're playing or not. They're going to Bobby Bonilla he your ass. He is the new Bobby so Bonilla. he won't pitch this year. He might pitch in 2025. But basically, this is just for a hitter. Yeah. Right now. He may not pitch ever again. He may not. And the thought was, with the contract being 10 years, with people like Verlander and stuff happening these days, that, well, you know, you can pitch into your 40s now. And that's why they gave him the 10-year deal, thinking that maybe – It'll be worth it. Stupid Gosh, money. That is, that's generational wealth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's turned around a whole village. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like no said. more rice patties, rice fields for you. Is <laughs> <laughs> that racist? racist? No. They're going to have rice pudding now. <laughs> We're moving uptown. Somebody's going to work our rice fields for us. So, I mean, <laughs> the farm, the payment. Why would you do that? Why would they agree to do that? How? Uh, because how so they can build it? a team around him and right. actually win and actually make some of that money back. They're going all in. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> they still have Dave Roberts as their manager. That's the one downfall. Hopefully he's not one of the top executive roles that if he gets moved, the contract's voided. The, the Angels have to move Mike Trout, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're in full-blown rebuild. You that, if I'm Mike Trout, I demand it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the problem with Mike Trout is he's wasted his best years yep. on a mediocre Angels team. 
how in the world do the Angels have two of the top ten best players in the sport and have nothing to show? Because they have nothing around them. What? Santa? Santa, is that you? Oh, 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 oh. Santa's coming! Santa! I know him! I know him! And with that, let's move on as we wrap up to our yearly annual Yearly annual. Yearly annual. Yearly annual. Two words that mean the same. Did, I didn't prepare for this. Do you have a rubber glove? <laughs> don't. Are you going to check my prostate? I don't. Um, I mean, I can, and it, 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 just like in the movie Fletch, just seems Moon River, and you'll be fine. I don't know Moon River. <laughs> can, you, can you sing it for me? <laughs> have you never seen that clip? He says he just keeps talking. He goes, Moon River. So, uh, have you all seen the clip about? Uh, or no, it's it's a uh, you know you walk into the you walk in to get your prostate exam. You turn around and the, and the doctor has his has his pants down and it's like, <laughs> where'd your clothes go? <laughs> I have seen that. That's funny. So we're gonna do a little different format this time. We're gonna have a dear Santa letter yep. that can be anything. Okay. We're gonna have a dear Santa letter in terms of sports. Uh, and maybe that could be beer sports world. And then we're going to have one in terms of wrestling. Because at our core, we are a wrestling podcast. At our core. At our core. So, dear Santa, dear sports world, dear wrestling world. Are we going to go in that order? Yes. yes. Okay. So, let's draw straws, and we'll start with the Otis. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's Emphysema over there. What is that you, buddy? Oh, no. There was nothing left. <sighs> nothing. Just enough. Like backwash. <laughs> Not even backwash. <laughs> Swamp water backwash. So, dear Santa. Dear Santa. This is the bread man. Bread donkey. The bread donkey. Yeah. I would really like for it to snow on Christmas this year. Um, 55 and rain. Sorry. <laughs> Are you talking Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? <laughs> My travel plans depend on this. Uh, Christmas Day, I would like for it to be snow. Christmas Day, I'm okay with. White Christmas. I would like to have a white Christmas. Snowing, falling, snow snowing, falling. Not white. People. White Christmas. He's talking about snow. Yeah. Because it rarely happens anymore. The season's moved. The uh, winter's moved to January, February. White Christmas, Santa. It's all I ask for. Wait, Christmas. You're not asking for a whole lot, even though it's going to be 55 and rainy. <laughs> um, so the chances of having a white Christmas, you may have a muddy Christmas. <laughs> so I guess I'm older than Adam. You are. So my dear Santa, uh, that was a weird noise. Um, I'm going to go political. Oh, oh boy, because oh. we're coming up on election season. Yep. Dear Santa. <laughs> Are you going to interrupt me with your obnoxious coughing? <laughs> so Don't just stop at the North Pole. <laughs> Make America great again. <laughs> so, no, here's the thing. I want... They've already been super entertaining. Like, in 16, in 20, I want 24 election to blow the other two out of the water. <laughs> I want it to be so... I want it to be the biggest shit show you've ever seen. I want like I want tabloid headlines. I want I want TNT. Re, reality TV shows. Like I want it all. If we're gonna do it, by God, let's do it. All right. Yeah. Because if those are the two options that we're given with anyway, we're going to hell in a handbasket. It, it's just a matter of who's going to drive the bus. All right. So just make it entertaining. And it's going to be entertaining. I mean, you got a guy who they're Sleep, trying to Sleepy Joe. They're trying to put in his basement. They're going to try to put a man in in prison yep. who is running away with the nomination on the Republican side, and he hasn't done anything. Hasn't showed up to one debate. He he does pep rallies on the night of the debate. And I don't know if you two have ever been to a pep rally of his. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's electric. And then you got President Biden, who just. They just refused to let anybody else run against him. You got, you had Kennedy, Robert Kennedy had to switch parties to, to get to run for president. Yeah. So, I mean, it's already fantastic. And you got Sleepy Joe, who, God love him, is elderly and cannot put, a, put together a coherent sentence. Can't walk on the stage. And you got, and then you're going to have Diamond Donnie. You're going to have Sleepy Joe and Diamond Don. 
Diamond Don. <laughs> I have not heard that, but that is fantastic. Hand to hand. Diamond Sleepy Joe, Diamond Don. Diamond Donnie Trump. <laughs> and RFK is going to vaccinate everybody. And RFK, who talks like this? He talks like your, talks like your grandma that smoked too many cigarettes. <laughs> So and he said he didn't have, ever have that problem until he got vaccinated. Until he got vaccinated, but I don't think it was for the COVID. It was another vaccine. No, it was when he was a little boy. Yeah. So it's gonna be fantastic, and I just hope it's as good as I hope. Like as good as I think it's gonna be, dear Santa, please make it that good. I mean, we sixteen when Diamond Don first came on stage. <laughs> He talked about the size of his pecker on the debate stage. Marco hit me on my hands. Nobody hits me on my hands, and he insinuated something else is very small. I can assure you that's not a problem. Here's the thing. Listen, in 16, Donald Trump, Diamond Don himself, forever changed politics in yes. America. Yes. And he would say the most outlandish things, and you're like, oh, that's going to cost him. And he would, numbers, he, would, he would go through the roof. Every... The best one is when he would, he, gosh, I forget which debate it was, but as soon as he opened his mouth, it was like instant booze. That's Jeb's donors. He paid for all those seats. <laughs> Jeb, you started up here close to me. Now you're almost off the stage. Right. And then, and then, I mean, and then you had Jeb Bush, his, his team let his, let his, uh, his website handle expire and Diamond Don bought it. He bought his website. Oh, I forgot about that. And you go to jetforpresident.com and it brings up Diamond Don. Oh, I forgot about that. It's fantastic. And here's the deal. Listen, none of this happens if they run, if if Joe Biden runs in 16. Joe Biden beats Donald Trump, Diamond Don in 16. And we don't have a Diamond Don presidency. Gosh. And that's not a world I want to live in. So, dear Santa... I hope it's as entertaining as I think it's going to be. I mean, I don't know if we even really need to go on. I can't, I can't follow that one. <laughs> My goodness. Dear Santa, I'll, I'll take it same one I did last year on the podcast front. Expand our territory a little bit. That's all I'm asking for. I mean, we're already in Frenchburg. We're having frosty freezes down there with the Menifee boys and girls. Wow, cats. So... I don't know. You want to take us to Bath County? Let's go to Bath County. We'll go to Sherry's. We'll eat some cheese sticks. Irma's. Irma's. We'll go to Irma's. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for, Santa. That's not a lot. Expand the territory just a little bit more. That's not a lot. Sean? Sean? Hi, guys. I'm the black That's Sorry, that was a terrible. I, was, I didn't know if I was going to go if I was gonna go Robert Kennedy there or if I was going to go like, like, uh, oh, Mr. Herbert off of uh, off of Family Guy. Hmm. Interesting. I got some popsicles in my basement. You know, I just want to read a paper That's a little creepy. What did you do? What? Paper have you ever seen that episode? I have oh, not. So. I just want to read a paper balls, man. Paper balls. <laughs> Listen here, you fat son of a <laughs> Okay. So, Dear Sports Santa. Dear Sports Santa. Don't say Dear Sports Santa. Just say Dear what? Dear Santa. Santa. No, not even Santa. Dear whatever name. You, he can say what he wants to. If you want to say Dear Santa, say Dear Santa. Dear Santa! I may have said this last year. You probably did. I probably did. But Tiger Woods, but Tiger Woods is teasing us right now. He's played pretty good mm-hmm. with Charlie. Charlie Charlie's Charlie's going to be really good. Dear Santa, Sports Santa. Keep Tiger healthy. Yeah, I want to see a Tiger run. Please have him have one last run before he – and I don't think he's going to play in the senior. I really don't. No, I think he's going to be Charlie's caddy. Right. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, or coach or whatever. I want one more run, whether it's the Masters, the British, yeah, it's the U.S. The Masters. I want the just Masters. whatever it is. I, I want uh, – oh, well, not the PG. <laughs> <laughs> Do Not the PGA. Masters, British Open, U.S. Open. Let him win one. Yeah. Let him win one. Let him have that just magical uh, weekend. I'm telling you, Sunday. Let him bring the red out on Sunday. Coming down like and let it it just be glorious. Right. How far is he away from the Golden Bear? 
Three? Uh, is it three or three or four? I think okay. he's got fourteen. Dang, I was hoping it was closer. No, because uh, he's not like, going to get it. He's not. He's not going to get it. He looks older. Yeah. He moves slower. But um, you can see Charlie, and he has a lot of little tiger in him, buddy. My goodness. Hey, did you see the chip in video? Yep. He chipped it in and. Gave the fist pump. Yep. Listen, he's already hitting it 330. I've told you. He man. drove a par four. Yeah. 355. Yeah, he, did you see, <laughs> he was on the tee. The tee, the tee is faced this way because it's a dog leg left. And he goes, no. And tees up to the straight left and goes over everything. And on the ground. Listen, I can't, I told you all this early on. I can't wait until... <laughs> Charlie's at the Masters, and he's coming down 18, and he's he's gonna win a green jacket with a commanding one. And you have you have Tiger sitting there waiting for him at the at the 18, like his like Tiger's like, oh, yep, yep, like, like that's gonna be such a moment. You right? Like I can't I can't I can't wait for that. Dear Sports Santa, for the love of God, can Tampa Bay get a quarterback not named Baker Mayfield? He just threw for 400. I don't care. I don't like the guy. I've never liked the guy. What more do you want from him? Him to be gone. That's what I want. He's not ever going to be Tom Brady. Well, I'm not worried about Tom Brady. Here's the problem. Here's what scares me. This is why I went Dear Santa, okay? He's played pretty well this season. Yeah. That scared me because if Jason Wright is the GM, is like, well, he's played pretty well. We can get him on. I don't want you re-signing. He's a backup quarterback. He's a starter. He's a backup quarterback. He's a starter. He was there to win a couple of games, make it make it make it sensible for him to be the quarterback, and them high have a top four to five pick. And that's not happening. They've gone seven and seven, which a lot of mock drafts, if you look at it, have them trading into the top. Like a lot of places have them trading to number one. I, I don't think that they'll re-sign Baker. I don't either. Unless it's one of those one-year like bridge deals because they're going to take a quarter. Well, here's the deal. Tampa has the third most money. They, they went on and took all their cap hits this year. They weren't expecting to be 7-7 seven and seven leading the division and getting to host either Dallas or Philadelphia, God help us, in the playoffs. Let me throw this uh, at you then. <laughs> if, it. If, they, if they trade up to the number one spot, mm-hmm. which at this point is still the Bears. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Carolina is still the worst. Sucks. Does Justin Fields tickle your fancy? I feel okay. I, I'm not a Justin Fields hater. I think Justin Fields in the right in the right offense could be really good. And Dave Canales, I was a I was a not a fan of Dave Canales when the year started. Whatever has changed in his offense. It looks pretty dang good the last several weeks. Uh, Rashad Watts. Rashad Watts really helping that. Yeah. But they've allowed him to do that. Right. He's been able to do this all along, but he was never allowed to. And when you get Rashad White going, who, by the way, is pretty dang good out of the backfield catching the ball. Yeah, yeah. right. And you get Mike Evans and Chris Godwin going. Rashad so, White is pretty is a Wish.com version of LaDainian Tomlinson at this point. That's, that's bold. But – if they trade up to the number one pick, I'm not 100% sure that they draft a quarterback. Marvin Harrison? I think they take Marvin Harrison if they go to the number one. Because, because they're getting ready to lose replacement. both their wide receivers. Well, Chris Godwin, I think they re-signed Chris Godwin. Godwin's got money already. Um, but the year that Mike Evans is having, he's going to want to get paid. Yeah. And I don't think Tampa wants to pay him. I agree with that. Which, he's their greatest offensive player. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You need to pay him, and I don't think they're going to. Right. So, please, Santa, don't let us re-sign Baker Mayfield. Dear Neil Brown, I would like to issue an apology. Last year, I sat on this show, and I demanded for you to be fired. It's not something I'm proud of. I don't like to see people losing their jobs, but you deserved it. It was a moment of weakness. It was. It was truly a moment of weakness. Now you've you've got the ears back. Going to be we're eight and four now, nine and four potentially after beating North Carolina in the Mayo Bowl. I hope to see you covered in Duke's Mayo. That's the only way this season will be a success. 
So now let's just keep this momentum going. You've already done good. You've kept Jaheim White. You've kept Garrett Green, all these kids out of the portal. Let's keep the success rolling. Neil Brown, I'm behind you. Let's go. Well, you remember last year when you did a sports one, you killed off Mike Leach. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was the last I know. I I'm just saying, your track Listen. record of coaches in this Santa show. Listen, the next one I'm going to do, that would be the one to die. Okay. Wes, wrestling. Deal, 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 Santa. Um, I don't really know where I want to go with wrestling, but I will say this. Let the AEW fold. Let WWE be the absolute 100% best company that well, ever has been run. They already are, though. They are, but, but you don't have to vote for that. Um, and and along with that, I will say, keep LA, keep LA Knight happy. Yeah! He's really good. He is really good. Um, but I will hot take, I don't think he's a world champion. I don't think he needs a belt. No, he would do really good, and he's going to do really well with the U.S. title when he takes it at WrestleMania. And I hope he does the John Cena Open Challenge. Because it's going to make it more prestigious, going to make it going to make it relevant. He's not a he's he's a mid card guy. Like that's and 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 I've said this before. That's okay. He's going to be a super over mid card guy, and that's okay. If it was Vince McMahon's WWE, that, he would probably he could be a bridge champion somewhere, yeah, and he would probably already have the title. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Dear Wrestling Santa. I want us to enjoy the next four months that we have with Roman Reigns. We, the, the work that Roman has done, whenever we, if we were to redo the top 50 list, Roman Reigns arguably is top 10 at this point. He has the single greatest run in modern history. We're not going to see a run like this again. Nope. But he, you know, his health isn't that great. Uh, you know, he's had he's had leukemia twice. He's taken a lot of bumps. He, you know, people give him a hard time. Well, he's not he's not ever on TV. Well, he's been on TV a whole lot, and he's traveled the country a whole lot, and he's been everywhere in the world a whole lot. He's the guy that you saddled your company to. He reinvented himself to become the guy that he is now. Yep. Because if this is face Roman, it's, it goes over like a fart in an elevator. Yep. So this has been a phenomenal run, something that we'll never see again. But let's enjoy Roman's last four months, but it's also time for Roman to go. I don't think it's his last four months. I still think he passes Hogan. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, and had, had, if... If he wasn't as worried about his health that he is, yeah. I think he would because I was on that boat for a while. I think he would, but I don't think they can get another year out of him. And I think he knows that because – It wouldn't be another year, though, right? No. SummerSlam. No. We didn't, didn't we figure out, Wes, that he would have to go all the way to WrestleMania next year? I don't think – I don't yeah. think he has to go to WrestleMania, does he? Um, it, it well, would, so he, to pass Hogan – it would uh, it would go past it would go past SummerSlam. Um, SummerSlam. So and at so, that point, so what the you thing was if you take him past right. SummerSlam, right. then you're gonna take him to WrestleMania. Right, I got you. Um, so I don't <laughs> think they I don't think they believe they can get 16 more months out of him. And you know, if you the old adage that if a hero stays long enough, they eventually become the villain. Yep. And he's gonna get to Brock Lesnar territory when Brock Lesnar was never on TV and people griped and argued. It's it's time for Roman to go. I, I am very appreciative of what he's done, but it's time to hitch the wagon to Cody Rhodes, and let's go that direction. You agree, Wes? Yep. That's a good one. Let him finish the story. Dear Wrestling Santa, as Noah already alluded to, one of my three died last year. Rip Mike Leach. The national treasure. That uh, was Mike Lee. One of the worst losses yeah. that in, a, in American history. I, 
I still watch clips of him today and just think, man, we got robbed of one more year of that. Yep. This year, I'm asking you to please don't let George South die in a ring. That's man. all I'm asking. Man. He is in AWL wrestling, acts of warriors as a AML. Yep. I said AWL, AML. I don't want to see him die. Like, at this point, George, just go enjoy your grandkids. Heck, you probably got great grandkids. Go enjoy it. Yeah. Don't die in the ring. Mr. Number One, George South. Come on, man. Listen, you four different decades. Get, get ready. Go on five different decades you've wrestled in, George. Listen. <coughs> Turn it over. Like, give it up, man. Yeah. It, it's okay to walk away. You don't have to do these death matches. You've proven yourself enough. We don't want to see you die, George. And and he and he and like the thing about George is like if he's going to do it, he's he's going to do it. Right. Uh, because that's the era that he was that he was raised in. So I would agree with that. And George, I'm going to uh, pray a hedge of protection around you for the next 365 days uh, that Adam's misfortune of last year does not happen to you. Listen, if I kill two off in a row, I'm not doing this again next year. I'm not doing this. So, all right, guys. Well, there you have it with this edition of the From Corner to Corner Saturday show. Oh, Wes has something for us. Dear Santa, thank you for such an incredible year for the podcast. The growth has been amazing. We have almost 10 times the amount of downloads this year as we did last year. As we move towards 2024, Give us tons more of opportunities and listeners to keep this amazing podcast growing. Dear Coach Rule, thank you for bringing hope to Husker Nation. It's been fun being able to root for a team with actual upside and direction. Thank you for owning the transfer portal and getting Dylan Rayola. For Christmas, let's go ahead and get him some weapons on offense as well. Thanks. And dear Triple H, thanks for bringing emotion, storylines, and meaning back to the WWE. In 2024, we look forward to quite possibly the greatest WrestleMania of all time with Cody finishing his story, beating Roman, and CM Punk finally getting his main event against Seth Rollins. So please, make this happen. Just... Just bring him back the bell. Bye, Sarah. Hope you find your dad. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. We all from the Corner to Corner podcast wish everyone a happy and healthy Merry Christmas. And? And a happy New Year. And stay safe, friends. Moco Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.